Welcome to another episode of The Case Files of Eddie James, the exciting new show within a show that gives you, the listener, both a thrilling mystery and a peek into the world behind the scenes. Brought to you by Bizzo Soap, the versatile soap that can't be beat for dishes, gets your white sparkling white, keeps the colors of the rest of your laundry at their brand new brilliance, and yet is gentle enough for washing your hands and face. One soap for so many uses, which saves the savvy housewife time and money. Bizzo Soap for the Bizzo Busy Woman. The cast and crew of The Case Files of Eddie James are gathered in the studio to record the latest episode, or rather, most of the cast is present. Bonnie has yet to arrive, and everyone is concerned. I can't imagine where Barney could be. It's certainly not like him to be late. No, Barney's never ever late for a session. Not without a reason, anyway. Maybe he had a flat tire or something? I thought Barney usually takes the trolley. Oh, right. The poor boy has been quite busy lately. Perhaps he got his dates jumbled. Not a chance. Barney writes all of his sessions down on a pocket calendar. Maybe he got sick. Oh, I hope not. He lives alone, doesn't he? There's nothing worse than suffering through an illness all by yourself. Maybe someone should go check on him. Uh, let's give him five more minutes. I'm wagering the trolley has broken down and he's had to walk. That trolley has left me high and dry more than once. In the meantime, everyone should take a moment to go over their lines. There was a bit of stumbling during the last episode because of a lack of preparedness. Uh, uh, yes, that, that was on me. <laughs> a bit too much of fun and frivolity, the previous evening, Gloria and I threw a little soiree for some of her movie pals. Uh, my wife is uh, Gloria Redfern, Virginia, in, in case you were not aware. <laughs> I did know that. I'm a big fan of your wife. I didn't want to say anything, though. I didn't want to, well, look like a schoolgirl. Oh, no need to worry, my dear. I mean, of course, you shouldn't feel embarrassed about admiring another's work, especially if that work is as brilliant as my glorious. <laughs> I, I would never... I, I mean, it didn't occur to me at all that you were of a more advanced age than a schoolgirl. Well, well not, not advanced. No, not greatly, uh, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, sorry I'm so late, everyone. Barney, thank goodness you're okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, but it's only by a stroke of luck. You are never going to believe this one. Uh, try us. We're all very curious, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, I'll give it to you in one word. Bears. Did you say bears? Bears. There were bears on the trolley? No, no, no. There were bears downtown. Soikis bears. I met my angel for breakfast at Union Station. The Soikis train pulled in as we were finishing. Somehow the bears got out of the cage and made a break for it. Everyone in the restaurant had to hide in the kitchen while the Soikis people wrangled them back. After about half an hour, we left. My agent had to catch a train, and we figured the bears must have been caught by then. I got about halfway to the trolley stop when a bear ran up to me with a guy in a fancy leotard right behind him. The bear saw me, got up on his hind legs and roared. I didn't know bears roared. The guy told me to start dancing, so I did. I mean, I don't know why or how, but that calmed the bear enough for the guy to get a hand on his collar and pull him away. Wow, that is quite a story. It's all true, Scout's Honor. There were a bunch of reporters there, so it'll be in the afternoon papes for sure. I believe it. I also believe I will tuck your story away for a future script. 
It is a gem. I'm glad you weren't attacked. That bear could have made mincemeat out of you. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I heard someone did get knocked down, but a cop pulled him out of harm's way before anything bad could happen. Whew. Yeah, I need a minute to calm down before I can start. That's okay, CJ? Hey, uh, where's CJ? Our hero of the sound waves has taken ill and won't be in today. John will be laying hands upon the controls for our recording. <laughs> yeah, bad prunes, according to the note that was left on the control room. I don't know what that meant. There are no good prunes, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, Lorraine, you are a kidder. Is your wit always that quick? Nah, sometimes it's quicker. In ways you can't imagine. Okay, guys, let's save the rest of this conversation for later, shall we? Let's get to the matter at hand. Yes, ma'am. One pristine performance of the hot house case coming right up. Pristine? This case? Oh, dear me, I don't think so. All of the twists make it very messy indeed. The city is a lonely place. I know, I walk its streets. I'm Eddie James. Being a lonely man in that lonely city gives me a chance to see things other people miss. And that makes me a good detective. Walk with me. See for yourself. I hate liars. Yeah, I know, without liars I'd be out of business. There are different kinds of liars. A murderer claiming to be somewhere else when the victim was killed. I expect that. And I expect an innocent person to try and cover up innocent deeds out of fear. But when a client lies to me, oh, that tans my hide. I can only help when I'm told the truth. Lie, and I'll drop the case. I hate it when someone tries to pull the wool over a client's eyes, too. In this one case in particular, the truth and lies were piled up on top of each other like a layer cake. I don't like cake. I did like the clients the minute I met them, though. The day started out weird. It was raining, for one thing. Doesn't do much of that in Los Angeles. Susie, my partner, and I had been through a bit of a slump case-wise, and all of that wet was dissolving patience on both sides. I hate the electric company. I had to stand in line for an hour to pay the bill. They actually tried to close the window as I got up to it, but I was not going to stand for that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. How much was it? $12.93. We were a month behind. If I didn't pay it by noon, you wouldn't be able to see me right now. You told me we only had a couple of bucks in the bank. Where did the money come from? I, um... I borrowed it for my wedding gifts. Ah, oh, Susie, we, we discussed that. What am I supposed to do? Let the power get shut off? We can't do business in the dark. We don't get cases, we don't make money, and the power stays off. I know, but... but you feel guilty. I'm a partner, right? That means this place is just as much my responsibility as it is yours. If anything, I owe you. You welcome in a complete rookie and taught me everything I know. Uh, okay, okay. And if you're worried about Danny, don't be. Yes, I asked him first, and yes, he was okay with it. He knows business will pick up again. It always does, he said. All out of your system now? For now. Good, because we have company. Huh? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were there. <laughs> no, this is fine. 
We all need to let off a little steam sometimes. That's kind of why we're here. You need to let off steam, or do you need us to uh, do it for you? Neither. Both? We should start from the beginning. I'm Bonita Allen, and this is my sister, Layla. I own a gift shop on Melrose. And I'm an animation artist for Imperial Studios. We live together in the home our grandfather built in the Hollywood Hills. And there lies the problem. You don't like each other? Oh, no, no. We like each other fine. And we like the house. The problem is, all of a sudden, quite a few other people like it too. In the past two weeks, we've been approached by several people who want to buy our house. It's not on the market. It, it never has been. You're not close to the freeway construction, are you? Uh, we're sort of close, but too far west to be a value to the project. The house is in a ravine between Cahuenca and Laurel Canyon Boulevards. It's a nice place, and we have a fair amount of land, though it's, it's all terraced because of the hillsides. There are several homes in the neighborhood that are as good, if not better, than ours. Have any of your neighbors been approached? Hmm, I like you two. You're quick. No, not a one of them. Just us. The badgering really needs to stop. We've put out a big sign saying we're not selling, but it hasn't helped. They just ignore it. We were hoping we could hire you to come to the house for a couple of days and confront these people for us. Some of them have been back two or three times, and they're starting to become belligerent. It would be best if things don't escalate into violence. But we'll do what we have to do to keep our home and ourselves safe. Yeah, I'd prefer to keep it peaceful, too. So will you take our case? If you fork over a hundred bucks for two days' work, plus extra for any expenses? No. No? We'll pay you the hundred dollars, all right. But we'll also throw in a bonus of two hundred dollars if you figure out why so many people want our house. That part is more important to me. What if there's oil under the house or something? You have a very slippery house. Hmm. You have a deal, Miss Allen. We'll start by gathering a little background information. Please tell us everything you can about this house. The address, date it was built, property lines, uh, the name of your grandparents, and uh, anything else you can think of that might be important. You were right, Layla. They are quick. It was an intriguing case. Why would one particular house be the center of so much attention? Susie went downtown, did a deed search. She didn't find anything interesting. It was a three-bedroom house with about an half an acre of land behind it, just like the Allen sisters told us. The only thing they left out was that there was a small outbuilding, maybe a guest house at the back of the property. There was nothing about any of that on paper anyway to explain the sudden interest. As for those interested, I was eager to meet them in person. So we headed to the Allen home as soon as Susie returned to the office. I didn't have to wait long for the first encounter. Mr. James, Miss Beck, I, I didn't expect you so soon. Please come in. I'm anxious to see one of these would-be buyers and get an idea of what we're up against. I went downtown to check out the deed. The plans include a guest house. You didn't mention that. We didn't? Sorry about that. We just consider it part of the backyard. So no one lives in it? Uh, lives in what? The guest house. Oh, no, not anymore. We converted it to an art studio. But someone used to live there. Yes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, should I answer that, Mr. James? Or do you want to? It's Eddie, and I say we both should. I'll just stay behind the door and listen. Unless they get nasty. 
Oh, no, not you again. Mr. Moss, we gave you our final answer again yesterday. I don't... <gasps> Miss Allen, I apologize for being so persistent, but I'm afraid I must be. No, you really mustn't, because our answer will never change. We're not selling. Not now, not ever. Why don't you try one of our neighbors? None of them has the layout you do. Yours is simply perfect. The lady said she's not selling. Take the hint and scram. I was talking to Miss Allen. Who are you? That's none of your business. Suffice to say that you're talking to me now, and I'm telling you that the house is not for sale. It will never be for sale, and if you show your face here one more time, not only will I deck you, but I'll call the cops. Get it? <laughs> you get this, sir. You've won the battle, but not the war. This isn't over. Not by a long shot. I will own this house. One way or another. Wow, you weren't kidding. No, we weren't. Which one was that? Hubert Moss, the supposed movie director. Supposed? Uh, he has business cards that say he's a director, but I've never heard of him, nor has anyone I know in the business. I tried calling his bluff, but he said I've never heard of him because he's mostly worked in Europe. Convenient, don't you think? Yeah, too convenient. Do you know the names of all your pests? Oh, yes. Second to Hubert Moss is Kenneth Masters, the supposed stockbroker. The way he's built, I'd sooner believe he breaks broncos, not financial investments. He should be by soon. He and Moss seem to take turns. Another one is this weaselly little man who calls himself Benjamin Pace. I'm sure he really goes by Benny, and he's not really a restaurateur, but a bar owner. A bar with backroom poker. We should take you on a grand tour of the place. Maybe there is something about it that we just can't see because we've lived here so long. Good idea. Let's start with the outside. I want to see how accessible the back is. Susie and I saw every nook and cranny of that property, and neither one of us found anything to cause a frenzy over it. Because of the ravine it was built in, there were several levels to the house. The same could be said for other houses in the area, though, so it wasn't unique. The terraces looked nice, but according to the Allen sisters, they had a tendency to flood in the winter when it rained. The guest house was just what they said it was, an art studio. There were two rooms, one for painting and one for crafts. Nothing odd about it. Nothing odd about any of it. So why did so many people want it? Maybe the grandfather had left notes, notes that wouldn't be in the public files. A search was going to have to wait, though. The sisters, Alan, had to attend a party that night. Susie and I were back the next morning, just in time to intercept another would-be buyer. You said you'd be here at 10, and here you are. I appreciate that the two of you are taking this case so seriously. I think. You think? <laughs> I could have used a couple more hours in bed before entertaining company, but that's not your fault, it's mine. Too much carousing last night. 
Come on back to the kitchen. I percolated a vat of coffee and Bonita's whipped up a batch of her morning glory muffins. Have any more buyers shown up between the time we left you and now? Oh, no, thank God. That could be because they saw you two, or just because it's Saturday. Ah, you spoke too soon. I'll get it. Uh, but yeah, who are you? Well, seeing as I'm on the inside and you're on the outside, that should be my line. If you come looking to buy, the answer Oh, is... you must be the gumshoe. I'm Thornton Brown, Benita's fiancé. She told me she and Layla were going to hire one. I'm sorry, Eddie. I should have told you about Thornton. Good morning, sweetheart. Yes, this is the detective we hired, Eddie James. Ah, glad to know you, James. I'm good at throwing the bums out, but uh, figuring out why they're here part, <laughs> yeah, not so much. <laughs> Thornton is a physical fitness trainer for boxers and wrestlers. I could believe that. Not many men have shoulders as wide as they are tall. <laughs> yeah, my nickname's Sequoia. Hey, you got coffee, Bonnie? I sure could use some. Coffee and muffins. Come on back. You can meet Eddie's partner, Susie. You know, she kind of reminds me of a female version of you, only without the shoulders. Go on ahead. I'll get this. Thanks. It won't be Layla's boyfriend. She doesn't have one. Miss Allen, I'm sorry to bother you at this hour, but I simply must... You're not either, Miss Allen. No, I'm not. I'm their new security guard. Do you have an appointment? Uh, why, I know. I, I was just stopping by to see if perchance they've changed their mind about selling their home to me. I'm desperate to have it. Yeah, you and the rest of the world. Why? Why? Yeah, why? Why this house? Not that it's your business, but it's because it's just right for my needs. Except for the part where it's owned by someone else and they have no intention of selling it to anyone. They've told you no, that means no. Ask again and it's harassment and we call the cops. Uh, the police? <laughs> oh, there's no need to call them over a simple little inquiry. There's no harm in asking, is there? Once? No. More than that, yes. Three strikes. You're out. Get it? I get it, but really... Oh, I... no buts. It's either you stay away or you meet my fist. Don't you threaten me. I know my rights. I know them, too. I also know the rights of the homeowners to protect the property. You show up again and I'll consider you to be a pest. You know what happens to pests, don't you? You wouldn't dare... I am Kenneth Masters, and I carry a great deal of weight in this town. Touch me, and you will be very sorry. This is not the last you heard of me, not by a long shot. What was all the yelling about? Kenneth Masters doesn't like hearing the word no. Or hearing that I'll beat him to a pulp if he shows up again. Kenneth Masters, who's he? You don't know? According to him, he's a local bigwig. Never heard of him. And you haven't either, I can tell. Nah. Maybe we should get to know him. Go call Wayne, see if he knows anything. I want to stay here. I have a feeling Mr. Masters is only the first. On it! You're never going to make it to the kitchen, so I brought you coffee. Thanks. Mmm. Good coffee, too. Thank you. So, who was at the door? Oh, wait, don't tell me. The Almighty Masters. 
Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone who's not going to buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like being a detective? Yeah, most of the time. Do you like being an animation artist? Most of the time. It's not as glamorous as people in Podunk, Iowa might think it is. No, neither is being a detective. It's mostly sitting around and waiting. Like right now. Sorry to add to your tedium. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah. In self-defense. I don't recommend it. Even justified, it messes with your head. Have you? Mm, no. But I've thought about it a couple of times. I don't recommend thinking about it either, for the same reason. <laughs> What's messing with my head right now is why the sudden interest in our house? We've lived here our whole lives. No one had ever even said, gee, nice house in passing. I don't get it. Nothing's changed here in the past month. You haven't done any landscaping or anything? Not in the past month. The back was redesigned about six months ago, but that's it. We haven't even painted, as you can tell. Yeah, well, um, I haven't been looking at the paint. I always look at what's inside the paint, if you know what I mean. Oh? Like what you see? I do, so far. I need to get a closer look before I'm sure. I'll give you another tour any time. The VIP behind-the-scenes tour no one else gets. I like you, Eddie James. I'm not sure why, but I do. And I want to find out why I do. The feeling is mutual. Susie and I were at the Allen House all day. One other man came to the door, the aforementioned Benjamin Pace. He turned tail and ran as soon as he saw me. I saw Hubert Moss drive by mid-afternoon. He saw me and didn't bother to stop. Maybe he finally got the hint. Benita wasn't there to witness any of that. She and her fiancé Thornton went out for the day. I told Leela she was free to leave as well, but she preferred to stay and talk to me. Susie left shortly after sundown. I could have gone as well, but Leela offered to cook me dinner, and I, uh, I never turned down a, a home-cooked meal. I was back at the Allen home not long after I left it, but I didn't stay long. Wayne, Lieutenant Wayne Hadley, head of Hollywood's Homicide Division and close friend, needed me elsewhere for a very dark reason. I'm glad to hear you were left alone last night, Layla. Oh, I wasn't alone. I just wasn't bothered by home buyers. I made the coffee extra strong today, Eddie. I knew you'd need it. Oh? Late night, and that's all I'm going to say. Already? These people are relentless. I can get it if you want. No, no, I'll get it. It's what you're paying me for. Wayne! What are you doing here? Uh, looking for you. Feely told me where to look. Oh? You have a case you need help with? In a way. Uh, where were you last night around midnight? Here, having a late dinner with Layla Allen, one of the owners of this house. Susie told you she and her sister hired us to... 
deal with some would-be homebuyers. Yes, she did. And she told me one of those would-be homebuyers was a Kenneth Masters. Did you threaten him? I may have told him I'd knock his block off if he showed up again, but that was it. Oh, don't tell me he complained. Not exactly. A body was found not far from your house this morning. He'd been shot with a thirty-eight. No ID, but laundry marks in his clothes said he was Kenneth Masters. And there was a note in his pocket about wanting to make a complaint against you. Ah, now I get it. I was here until about two in the morning. Leila, Miss Allen, can attest to that. I didn't see anyone around my place when I got home, but to be honest, I wasn't really looking. (sighs) I knew you were clean, but I had to ask. I had Feely look into Kenneth Masters yesterday. He got as far as finding 20 guys by that name, then had to go investigate a stabbing. What do you know about him? Other than he was full of himself and desperate to own this house, not a thing. I never heard of him, despite his claim that he was a bigwig. Everything okay? Wayne! Susie, uh, you didn't kill Masters, did you? Me? Uh, never mind. I know you didn't do it either. Someone did it, though, and I have to find out who. Think it has something to do with trying to buy this house? Who knows? I've got nothing other than he was killed near Eddie's place. Is there anyone else in the buying mood? At least two others, a Hubert Moss, who's supposedly a movie director, and a Benjamin Pace, restaurateur. Moss is medium height and build, about 35, with a pencil mustache and dark wavy hair. According to Benita Allen, Pace is uh, weaselly. I haven't crossed paths with him yet. Weaselly, huh? Sounds like a thug, not a restaurateur. I, I hate to do this to you, but I need you to come down to the station and make a statement. Yeah, I know. Okay, Susie, woman the fort. Tell the Allen girls I'll be back as soon as I can. Let's go, Wayne. Sorry again to make you come in. Ah, don't worry about it. I know procedures. Wouldn't want anyone to think you were trying to cover me. Thanks. So, what were you doing at the Allen place until 2 a.m.? Let's just say I was making sure Leela Allen was safe. Yeah? Good for you. It's about time. For what? A job? You're not kidding. We almost had the power cut off. That's not what I meant. Oh, hey, since you're here, why don't you take a look at the mug books? Uh, these guys sound like they aren't who they say they are, and I could do a background check on your clients. You know, just in case. Nice try, pal, but I've already done that. They're as clean as a whistle. I will take a look at the books, though. Feely! No, sir. I don't have an idea on the stabbing victim yet. Oh, hi, Eddie. Hi, Danny. Uh, get the mug books. Eddie needs to look for someone. Coming right up, sir. Oh, um, they're actually on your desk. What? Oh, right. <clears throat> I was looking for the master's guy. I didn't find him. Maybe you can, Eddie. That's all, Feely. Go back to finding the name of the stabbing victim. Yes, sir. See you later, Eddie. Is there anyone else involved in your case? Benita has a fiancé, uh physical trainer named Thornton Brown. I haven't checked him out, but he seems okay. As for other would-be buyers, no idea. 
Just know about the three, so far. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm not seeing either of the guys I met in here. Uh, that doesn't mean they're not up to something. I don't like the sound of this whole thing. Keep me posted, would you? Count on it. And let me know if you find anything out about this Masters character. I want to know who killed him. And I still want to know why he wanted to buy that house. Eddie isn't in any trouble, is he? Nah. Wayne knows Eddie's in the clear. They're old friends. Are you and Eddie old friends, too? Not that old. I started working for him about five years ago. I'd say we're good friends, though. We've been through a lot in five years. I bet. You probably know him better than anyone. <laughs> if you're digging for information, forget it. Eddie's a great guy. I'd give my life for him. But really know him? Not possible. I don't think anyone can do that. He's tighter lipped than a bad oyster about himself. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Tell me about you, about growing up in this house. It seems too remote to have been a normal childhood. I wasn't as bad as you think. Most of the neighbors had children, so we had friends to play with. Some of the kids in school thought we were the greatest, as we had woods and streams to play in. Others thought we were the strangest, but I didn't pay them much attention. I liked living here. Still do. What's going to happen when Benita gets married? Good question. We haven't broached that yet. I may offer to buy Bonita's half or sell her mine. The problem is, the upkeep is really expensive. Too expensive for one person to afford. It was easier when Homer lived here. Homer? Who's Homer? Homer Smith. He rented the guest house for a while. He was a sweet old man, a retired gardener who wanted to live out his last days surrounded by nature. He did all the work on the terraces. He called it his hobby. Bonita and I called it a lifesaver, really, as he refused to be paid. He said it made him happy, and that was payment enough. He even still paid rent. What happened to him? He passed away a few months ago. We couldn't find any relatives, so we took care of his funeral and had his ashes scattered in the plants behind the guest house. Hmm. What else do you know about Homer? Not much of anything, really. He was the kind that always asks how you are, but never says a thing about himself, you know? I do know. You didn't happen to keep anything of his, did you? Maybe. Bonita would know. Bonita! Something wrong, Layla? That is a question for Our Lady Flatfoot here. She was just grilling me about Homer. Homer? Whatever for? Call it a hunch. He was a stranger to you. A nice stranger, but a stranger nonetheless. How did he become your tenant? Did you put out an ad? No, uh, he just appeared at the door one day, said he noticed our guest house and wondered if it was for rent. You know, we were just using it as a shed at the time and we were struggling a little to make ends meet, so we let him rent it. We were never worried about him stealing things or attacking us or anything, in case you're wondering. He just had, I don't know, an air about him that said he was okay. The guest house has plumbing and kitchen appliances, so he hardly ever came in the house. Do we have anything of his, Bonita? Hmm. Maybe. Well, if we did, it would be in the guest house. Let's go look. Do you think Homer has something to do with all of these people wanting to buy our house? But why? How? I don't know yet. He's the one variable, though. You said you couldn't find any family, but what if he did have family and they just now found out about where he'd been and what happened? 
They could think he was worth something and think he hit his fortune here. Or maybe he's some famous garden designer and his work here is worth more than the house itself. I don't know if you're a genius or you've been reading too many novels. I like your ideas, though. The timing would make sense. And they're as good as guesses as any. <laughs> I'm no genius, just a detective with a lot of experience with odd cases. I hope there's a phone in the guest house. I want to call Eddie and get him in on this. There is. And I just want to get him in. You didn't find anything helpful in this guy's things, huh? No, all they have is what you see. Gardening tools, a pair of dungarees, and a flannel shirt. Me and my bright ideas. Oh, it is a bright idea. I think you're on to something. His prints may still be on the tools. We'll have Wayne check. Any chance he could have hidden something here in this guest house, Leela? Benita? I, I guess he could have. We didn't really do anything in here after he passed away other than move around the furniture and put in oilcloths and easels and things. Bonnie! Bonnie, you around? Oh, I'd better go let him know where we are. I'll go up to the house and keep an eye out for house hunters. Let me know if you find anything. That leaves you and me. For a minute, anyway. Did you get in trouble with the law? Oh, <laughs> nah. Lieutenant Hadley knows better. Most of the time at the station was spent checking the mug books for your pests. Didn't find any of them, though. Doesn't mean they aren't guilty of something. Funny, that's what I said. You look like uh, you're guilty of something. Well, the only thing I'm guilty of is talking about you behind your back. Your partner says you're a true man of mystery, that she doesn't even know the real you. She is correct. No one does. And no one ever will. That dark, huh? Let's get to the matter at hand, shall we? Are there any drawers or cabinets you haven't touched? Not going to comment, huh? I'll let it go. For now. We went through all the drawers and cabinets, but I don't think we looked in things like the stove. Was any work done in here while Homer was living here? Mm, good question. I don't remember. Bonita, there you are. Was any work done in here while Homer lived here? Yes, I, I think there was. I seem to remember that there had been flood damage where the kitchen appliances are, and Homer replaced the floor. And I know for sure he did work in the bathroom. He's the one who put in the shower. Oh, right. I forgot about that. There's your answer, Eddie. We better get to work. There's a lot of tile in that bathroom. Uh, work? Uh, you're not going to tear the place apart, are you? Not the whole thing, silly. Just those two parts. Well, at least for now. But uh, that'll make such a mess. Huh. I can't imagine anyone would hide anything anyway. It sounds like a big waste of time to me. You're sounding awfully upset about something that technically isn't any of your business. I'm not upset. It, it just sounds like a, a lot of hooey. You need to be finding out why people are trying to buy this house. I don't see how any old gardener could have anything to do with it. There's only one way to find out. Benita, why don't you and Thornton go check the shower? Leela and I can work on the floor. <laughs> Good idea. Come on, sweetheart. Let's go knock on some tile. Mm, that was weird. He's never shown any interest in our problem before. Yeah, it's a little more than weird to me. Start on the floor. I'll be right back. Wait, I'm not 
we can tell you again, Mr. Pace. What you're doing is considered harassment, and it has to stop. You listen to me, you nosy broad. Benjamin Pace always gets what he wants, and not you or any other nosy broad is going to keep me from it. How about a nosy broad and a gumshoe with a 38? Uh, well, I, uh, I... Do you know Kenneth Masters? No. Why? Well, he was another would-be buyer. He was murdered. Did you kill him to remove some of the competition? Me? Kill someone? Who do I look like? Jack the Ripper? Or something? Or something. Leave. Now. And don't come back. You wouldn't like the consequences. Oh, I'll go. But I'll be back. This house will be mine. You can count on it. <sighs> Great timing. I was about to have to get physical with him. I take it he was the one Benita called Weasley. Yep. Benjamin Pace. He claimed he was a, how did he put it, architectural expert besides being a restaurateur, and that this house was a rare early work by some famous designer. That guy couldn't spell house, never mind build one. I need you to call Wayne and have him look into Thornton. Sure, why? He started acting very strangely when I said we should start ripping out recent fixes to look for hidden clues. He didn't want us to do it. Why should he care? Hmm, maybe he thinks any damage would hurt the value of his future house. If I found out anything bad, I'll come down. Thanks. I hope you don't. I like the guy. We didn't find a thing in the bathroom. How about you, Layla? Did you find anything? Oh, not yet. I think your idea may be a dud, Eddie. Nah, it was worth a shot. There's still a chance we'll find something. I agree. After all, we don't have any other angles. I say we all go up to the house and take a break. We've got plenty of refreshments. I baked again. That's her way of dealing with stress. You'd better not ever quit the gymnasium stuff, Thornton. <laughs> I couldn't. I love Benita's cooking too much. Susie! We're back! Well, that's funny. She should be here. She would never leave her post without telling me. Maybe she needed to use the powder room. I'll go look. What can I get you boys? Water? Milk? Coffee? I might even have some lemonade. Water for me, thanks. Make it two. You got it. Help yourself to anything on the table. There's a lemon pound cake, a pan of brownies, and cinnamon crullers. Susie's nowhere in the house, Eddie. But this is. That's her purse. I don't like the look of this. You three stay here. Don't leave this room. I'm going to go call the cops. Then I'm going to search this house. Something tells me she hasn't gone far. Wayne, Eddie, Susie's disappeared. I think one or more of these wannabe house buyers may have crossed a line. She could be following one of them, or she may be in trouble. What's that? Kenneth Masters is really Liam the Irish McBride, the jewel thief. He was part of a gang that was caught and sent to prison a few years ago, wasn't he? A gang, if I remember, whose ringleader mysteriously disappeared. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Now we know why these guys want this house so bad, and it has nothing to do with buildings. I think I know where to find what they really want. 
Get here on the double and bring backup. I think we're gonna need it. The police are on the way. What do we do until they get here? I, I feel like a sitting duck. We strike the offensive. I just received information that convinces me of the real reason why they want this house. They want something that's been hidden here. I also think I know where to find that something, and it's not in the guest house. Uh, I don't think we should uh, go messing him. Oh, we definitely should, and for a whole lot of reasons. Layla, we're going to need garden tools. Of course we are. I should have thought of that. Susie... We'll be okay either way, I'm sure of it. Trust my gut. You two are talking like an old married couple who have their own language. How did you do that so fast? You just met. A necessity, dear sister. And I'd like to think a smidge of magnetism. We can grab the tools on the way down. Uh, Mr. James, Eddie, you've obviously figured out at least some of it. I don't know what you're thinking, but I just really... Yeah, I, I know who you are, and I'm sure it's complicated. You can explain later. Right now, you need to prove to me you're on the right team. Oh, I am, and I will. Hey, look, it's not what you think. I would never do anything... We'll get to that. Let's get this case wrapped up first. Ladies, what was the first thing Homer changed in the garden? Uh, he put in the birdbath. Uh, now, don't tell me you're going to dig it up. I love that little thing. Only temporarily. We'll put it right back, promise. How nice. You're doing the work for me. Mr. Moss, what are you doing here and with that gun? I am making sure that all of you do as you're told. I've been watching you, and I know you figured out the secret. You didn't find anything in the guest house, did you? No. Then it must be out here. I should have thought of the garden right away. Oh, Homer, Homer did love to play with plants. If I had, maybe you four wouldn't have had to die. Oh well, c'est la vie. Not so fast, Boone. You said you were going to wait for me. You better not try to pull a fast one or you'll get what Irish got. Me? Pull a fast one? Never. I just saw an opportunity and... Grabbed it. I wouldn't have left you out. Get your gun out and keep it on them. Okay. You four, do whatever Boone told you to do. I'm watching. Eddie, would you mind explaining why we're being held up by two men who I just knew were thugs the minute I met them? He don't know nothing. You're right. I don't know nothing. I know everything, or just about. These two are part of a gang of jewel robbers. So was Kenneth Masters. That wasn't his real name, of course, nor are Moss and Pace theirs. The man you said is Weasley, Layla? He's really Lenny the Jockey Nolan. Hubert Moss is Jasper Boone. Kenneth Masters was Liam Irish McBride. Your boarder, Homer, was the ringleader. His real name was Homer Brown, but he went by the poet. Homer, a, a jewel thief? I, I don't believe it. Believe it. He was the fastest safecracker in town. He's also a two-timing snake. We had a stash, a big one. We were gonna pull one more job and make ourselves scarce. 
Right in the middle of that job, the cop showed up out of nowhere and nabbed everyone but Homer. He squealed so he could keep the stash for himself. He didn't even get arrested. We, Jasper, Irish, and me, did time and stir. When we got out, we went looking for Homer. We wanted what was ours. By the time you figured out where he was, he had died. You knew he would have kept the loot with him, so you decided to try and buy the house, figuring the loot was on the ground somewhere. We didn't know we were all going to try and buy it. I hadn't seen the others since we got arrested. Yeah, me neither. I ran into Irish here. The way he was talking, I knew he was going to try and keep everything for himself. I followed him down to his flop. We got into it. I didn't mean to kill him, it just kind of happened. I found out where you live, Flatfoot, and dumped the body there, thinking you get the blame. Well, he didn't. And now I'll have to kill him and everyone else. But you're all going to dig first. Get going. The stash is here somewhere, and you are going to find it for us. Uh, not until you tell us what you did with Susie. Susie? Who is Susie? I'm Susie, and this is Lieutenant Hadley and Sergeant Feely. What? How did you get to- Never mind! Drop that gun! Now! Oh no, I'm not going inside again. No way. Duck! You got a mighty good aim, copper! Ow! He wasn't... He wasn't kidding. Good. Two less trials to deal with. Layla! You're hurt. I'm okay. Really, the, the bullet just creased my temple. I would have been worse if Susie hadn't jumped in and pushed me down. Susie, are you okay? I've got a couple of cuts and bruises, mostly from landing on the shovel, but nothing major. Why did you disappear, Susie? I heard voices, so I sneaked outside. These two were discussing the jewels and how to get them. I figured I'd better keep tabs on them. When Wayne and Danny showed up, I joined them and we followed Boone and the jockey down here. Did you find it? We were about to. Let's do it. My curiosity can't stand it anymore. Those are the most beautiful rubies I've ever seen. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Eisenblatt, the actual owners, think so too. I remember the bulletin about the theft. I wonder what else is in this garden. Yeah, let's find out. We found little boxes full of jewelry buried all over that garden. Seven jewel thefts solved all in one swoop. Nice going, Eddie. Nice going, all of us. Really took everyone to solve this case. Even you, Benita and Layla. Even though we had no idea we were helping. Uh, uh there's, there's one last loose end to tie up. I don't think you need to. Nah, I, I gotta come clean, Eddie. Benita, I, uh, I didn't ask you on that first date because... Because I liked you. You didn't. Why then? Homer, your tenant and ex-jewel thief, was my father. He and I had been estranged for most of my life. 
He found me about a year ago and, and started writing to me. I didn't know about the jewel thief part, though, until his last letter. He told me he was dying and, and about what he had done, and, and he wanted forgiveness. I decided the right thing to do would be to find the jewels he had hidden and return them. I thought if I could get in good with one of you that I could have time to find them before the police did. I didn't expect... I didn't expect to fall in love, but I swear I did. Yeah. If, if you hate me now, I, I oh, totally Thornton, understand. I, I couldn't hate you if I tried. I think that may have made me love you even more. Oh, brother. I think you mean, oh, brother-in-law. Speaking of in-laws... Oh, I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about, and even if I did, it's way, way too soon to be talking like that, if ever. I agree. Love is for suckers. That doesn't mean we can't have a little fun for a while, Mr. James. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Case Files of Eddie James, brought to you by Bizzo Soap, the versatile soap that copy beat for dishes gets your white laundry sparkling white, keeps the colors of the rest of your laundry at their brand new brilliance, and yet is gentle enough for washing your hands and face. One soap for so many uses which saves the savvy housewife time and money. Bizzo Soap for the Bizzo Busy Woman. Tonight's cast included Lauren Baumbauer, Lisa Fredrickson, Val Coons, Max Levine, Mike Luce, Richard Tatum, and Keith Wright. Story by Val Coons, sound patterns by Val Coons. This has been a Q Footsteps production. Yeah, I know. I yeah, yeah, gotta talk and things acting. Yeah, <clears throat> it, it's just English. That's all it is, folks. Otherwise known as the crack. Leave my crack out of this. The nooks and the crannies. And bingo! I get to press the button. <laughs> just leave that there. <laughs>